The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Ole Miss fans, fasten your seatbelts. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. It's your chance to talk Ole Miss sports with Rebel coaches and your host, Chuck Roundsville of the Ole Miss Spirit, covering Ole Miss sports for 35 years. Are you ready? We're ready. Are you ready? The lines are open at 888-808-8637. This way, fellas. Now. Let's talk Ole Miss sports with Chuck. Howdy, Toddy Rebel Nation. Welcome to the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. This is our last show of the athletic year. We will not be back on the air until early August, as usual. We're going to take June and July to catch our breath, play a little golf, do some fishing, you know, everything but Ole Miss sports, thank goodness. I am sported out. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah, at least one more week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to go to the regional, Richard, for sure. Uh, but anyway, uh, good showing. Uh, not not really good showing at the SEC tournament for the Rebels, but a great showing for the Rebels. Uh, just just uh, got to the championship game and just finally just, I think, wore out. I think the heat, uh, the extra game. Vanderbilt, whatever, finally did them in right at the end. But, man, they battled hard to the end, got to the championship game. And as a result, uh, I'm sure this factored in heavily with the selection committee for the NCAA tournament. They not only got to host, but they got a 12 seed, which uh, I don't think anybody was expecting that. I think if Ole Miss got to host, most believed it would be a 15 or a 16 seed. But it was a 12 seed, which is pretty darn good. They're matched up with Arkansas. Uh, if they win, they if Ole Miss wins their regional, Arkansas wins their regional, and in Fayetteville, then Ole Miss and Arkansas will play in a super regional. So uh, we got all that to talk about tonight. Uh, what's on tap tonight? Brought to you by the Library Sports Bar, home of Monday Night Football on the huge screen and other 
major entertainment in Oxford. Oxford's most popular watering hole on the square, 120 South 11th. Ah, never mind. You know where the library is. Everybody knows where the library is. We'll have baseball coach Mike Bianco on at 615 to talk some baseball. And Ben Garrett is going to take a closer look at the Oxford Regional with Ole Miss, Illinois, Clemson, and Jacksonville State at 630. My partner, Yancey Porter, is AWOL tonight. Can't get in touch with him. Don't know where he is. Memorial Day libations, I would assume. Uh, but <laughs> he's not here. Um, and uh, the the softball team finished off their year in the Super Regionals out in Tus- T- Tucson, Tucson, Arizona. Losing two to Arizona, two straight, uh, five to two, I think, and nine to one. Arizona was just a little too much for them. A program out there with great tradition, eight national titles. Um, a coach they've had out there for 34 years. He's been to the World Series 20 times. Uh, but they've been on a little bit of a, a, a dry spell. Hadn't been in seven or eight years, and I think they were really focused and uh, jumped on Ole Miss pretty good, but still a great year for Mike Smith and his team. 41-20, and 20, I believe. Uh, won their regional. Uh, you know, just, just had a great year. I think uh, David Johnson, who covers uh, softball for the Ole Miss Spirit and 247 Network, uh, I believe he told me they didn't lose a series all year or maybe just lost one three-game series, something like that. But uh, just a tremendous year for the softball team and uh, very proud of them as well. Um, again, Ole Miss 12th seed in the regional, um, Oxford regional, and real excited about that. Uh, we'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Hang tight. Make 2019 a special year with a new vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet. We have a large inventory to meet your needs. Shop our inventory 24-7 at nobodybeatsacannondeal.com or stop by our dealerships in Greenwood or Cleveland test drive the new sporty Chevy Malibu, the family-friendly Chevy Tahoe, and the strong Chevy Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, buy a new road. If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Gateway Tire and Service Centers show you what the Geolander HT GO56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it is one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. See them today at Gateway and find out about the 70,000-mile warranty. Check out the new Geolander HT GO56 at Gateway Tire and Service Center and see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. Why get iPhone XS on the C Spire network? For that business trip to Chicago when your son sends a funny emoji. <laughs> For Aunt Ella's birthday where your iPhone XS dual lens camera takes the picture everyone wants. <laughs> get the most from iPhone XS with twice the nationwide LTE. iPhone XS and C Spire for every moment. 
Ceasefire, customer inspired. For a limited time, buy the latest iPhone. Get one on us. Details at ceasefire.com. The farm provides us with many things, and it means many things. From crops to cattle, poultry, and timber, the farm is vital to our everyday lives. It's a place to enjoy the outdoors and where many traditions are born. Whatever the farm means to you, let First South Farm Credit finance it. We're ready to help you make your dream of land ownership or farming your own land a reality. Visit FirstSouthland.com, equal housing lender. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. Welcome back to Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Get an unbelievable offer on the new Google Pixel 3a now at C Spire. For a limited time, get a Pixel 3a with trade-in, smarter tech, happier customers. Learn more at cspire.com. C Spire customer inspired. Got Ben Garrett with us now. We're going to have him on two segments tonight since Yancey didn't show up. Uh, ben, what's happening, brother? Oh, I'm laughing. I'm laughing because you're riding solo because Yancey pulled a Yancey. I think it's great. I guess what I guess that Hoover was harder on him than it was even on Old Best. What a what a great great Monday this is for me. Uh, well, you got you spent five, what five days over at Hoover, and it, I guess it was well worth every day. Uh, the Rebels really uh, did the unexpected. I mean, they limping into. Hoover, I wasn't expecting that, um, but they backs against their wall, kind of, so to speak, to, and work their way into a host situation in the regional and the finals of the tournament. I don't think anybody expected it. They lost six of their last seven games, went into Hoover with really no expectation to host. And for Ole Miss to get to Sunday from Tuesday, they're the first team since 2012, Mississippi State that was able to do that and they did it through pitching it wasn't their offense that carried them it was not just Will Etheridge but Doug McKaysey and Gunnar Hogland continued his run of really strong pitching outings and Zach Phillips gave them really capable two outing appearances and the bullpen was strong it's exactly what this program with this fan base with these players with these coaches needed to see from this team it reminded you of why this team had such high expectations coming into the year. It showed you what they can be. And for them to go out there and win four or six games over a week in Hoover secured a hosting spot for them. And by getting the number 12 national seed, not 13, 14, 15, 16, it showed that they didn't have to win on Sunday. They didn't even have to get to Sunday. They secured their spot really on Friday. When they put out Texas A&M, who they were competing against for one of the final spots on Thursday, uh, they were one of the 16 seeds, and then winning on Friday just moved them up even more. So um, it, it's a great turn of events for Ole Miss baseball, and you can feel the worm turn. After the weirdness that was last week going into the tournament with such low expectations, and then Ross Bjork heads to Texas A&M, and everyone stops talking about Mike Bianco and starts talking about this team rediscovering its preseason form, um, it was a welcome 
relieving thing for Ole Miss baseball to do. And I, I think if any Ole Miss fan out there um, is not on board right now with what they were able to able to do out there in Hoover, you need to get on board because this team's got a good draw um, matched up with the Fayetteville Regional if they get out of the Oxford Regional. And they have a real shot here, and they're playing their best baseball at the right time. And, you know, I, I think uh... – Several things need to be stated about the tournament and about the direction they're going right now, where they are right now. Uh, you mentioned Hoagland coming on. I think that's important to have a, a third starter that's uh, uh, competent um, and he gotten better and better. Uh, that bodes well in tournament time, particularly in three-game series. Um, I think – Caracy showed he can close out three games in a row over at the tournament, which I thought was his big moving forward as well, showing his durability, flexibility, and and his competence. Uh, and and then I thought there was good clutch hitting over there most of the time. No doubt about it. The biggest development you touched on at Parker Caracy. Um, this bullpen cannot get by without Parker producing at a high level. And Gunnar Hoglund had been on a pretty good roll for the last couple of weeks of putting forth good outings. But Parker going out there in three days in a row securing saves, set an SEC tournament record, but more importantly for Ole Miss, got him back on track as they turned toward regional play. And now that Parker Caracci is showing that all-American form again, and you hope he can sustain it, but now that he's shown it again, you don't have to start getting creative with how you're going to finish off games. Ryan Olenek can be that emergency closer, if you will, when you need him to be, rather than, like he was on Tuesday, coming in in the most crucial save situations in a game you absolutely had to have in securing the save. Now you can trust Parker Caracy to be Parker Caracy, and I, I think that's the biggest development. Gunnar Hogland obviously, is critical for Ole Miss's success, uh, but Zach Phillips coming on is so significant because in tournament settings, you're going to need a four starter, and Jordan no Fowler's question. been a no-show all year, so Zach Phillips stepping up and producing for them was certainly important. I thought Houston so. Roth showed he can be the fourth guy, though, too. True, uh, but they need him in the bullpen because their bullpen is so thin. So Houston Roth, I think he's given up on Sunday, he gave up three runs, or excuse me, Saturday, three runs. That was the most runs he's given up, um, I think, in three weeks. I don't think before then he'd actually given up a run. So Houston Roth has become that bullpen ace that Will Etheridge was uh, last year. So Zach Phillips, he's best served. As a starter, having Houston Roth as an emergency starter, but that bullpen ace, all the pieces have finally started to fall into place. All the roles have been solidified. It's the first time all year that they're finally doing uh, what you expected them to do. It took the first week of the postseason to do it, but better than late than never, I guess. And, and for Ole Miss, you have a lot of momentum going into regional play. Ben, we got about one minute before break. We're going to pick you back up at 6.30, obviously. Uh, I'm going to talk to uh, Mike Bianco for a few minutes at 6.15. Uh, but you're, give me your 30-second thoughts on Ross Bjork going to Texas A&M. I know you had a close working relationship with him, as everybody at the Spirit did. Uh, surprised? Surprised, yes. Um, but I think for both parties, it makes a lot of sense, and it's probably the right timing and the right uh, move for both Ole Miss and Ross Bjork. And I say that because I think Ross Bjork did a better job than many in the fan base think he did. Um, I also completely sympathize with the criticisms of Ross Bjork, but there was a segment he was never going to be able to win back. So That's right. Uh, now it allows both of them to have a clean break and move on. So 
it, I think was there was too many fans. I think there were too many Ole Miss fans that believe he didn't, he didn't fight the NCAA, and I don't think he was ever going to overcome that. And uh, no, I, don't, I think I don't it's either. best for him and Ole Miss that he moved on. Both needed a fresh start. Uh, we'll be, we'll get back with you at six thirty. Ben, thanks for for this little short interlude. Uh, we'll talk to you at six thirty, buddy. Thank you. Sounds good, Buck. All right, man. The Ben Garrett, Ole Miss Spirit Baseball, Basketball, Ross Bjork, or AD Liaison. We'll be back shortly. Hang tight. Make 2019 a special year with a new vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet. We have a large inventory to meet your needs. Shop our inventory 24-7 at nobodybeatsacannondeal.com or stop by our dealerships in Greenwood or Cleveland. Test drive the new sporty Chevy Malibu the family-friendly Chevy Tahoe, and the strong Chevy Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, buy a new road. If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Gateway Tire and Service Centers show you what the Geolander HT Geo 5.6 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it is one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. See them today at Gateway and find out about the 70,000-mile warranty. Check out the new Geolander HT Geo 5.6 at Gateway Tire and Service Center and see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. Why get iPhone XS on the C Spire network? For that business trip to Chicago when your son sends a funny memoji. <laughs> For Aunt Ella's birthday where your iPhone XS dual lens camera takes the picture everyone wants. <laughs> get the most from iPhone XS with twice the nationwide LTE. iPhone XS and C Spire. For every moment. C Spire. Customer inspired. For a limited time, buy the latest iPhone. Get one on us. Details at cspar.com. Avanakins Diamond is chosen for its excellence, brilliance, and fire. Avanakins Mount is then chosen for its intricate craftsmanship and detailing. Whether the mount is a beautiful crafted piece from the past or a specially designed piece from the present, the results are the same. Wow. When you want to say forever, say it with class, say it with love, but most of all, say it with a Van Ackes diamond because you know she's worth it. Van Ackes Jewelers Store, downtown New Albany, or VanAckens.com. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. All right, welcome back to the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. We're real pleased to have head baseball coach Mike Bianco on with us now. Mike, great run at the SEC tournament, man. I was awfully proud of the Rebel effort. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, we uh, something we needed in the worst way, and, and we got it, Chuck. You know, we, you know, it's not a secret that you know we didn't finish the year, you know, well, and uh, you know, obviously disappointed, but uh, uh, but to go there and play so well. Uh, against you know so many good teams, good teams that we knew going in that you know their their postseason um, places were already probably you know etched you know in concrete uh, as either host sites or national seeds and and then obviously you know to to come out today as the number you know twelfth you know national seed you know makes you know that uh, that that you know you can um, you know you can go there and and really you know change what's going on. 
you know, out of all the innings over there, you probably pitched lights out in what uh, all but two or three innings, uh, and and I think that was the the key of getting you through to the finals and and almost winning the whole thing. I'm really it's a bad connection or something, Chuck. I'm, I'm having trouble hearing you. You gonna try him again, again? Ron, Coach Ron will try you again. Uh, are you good, Coach? You good? Yeah, kind of. It's just it's really muffled, but I mean I can hear you. It's just muffled. But go ahead, let's try it. Let's do it. I was saying that uh, I thought the pitching was the key to your your success over in Hoover. Yeah, I think so. And I think, you know, that happened to us last year. I think to have success, especially uh, sustained success in a tournament over time. I mean, you, you want offense, and, you know, I know it's it's the sexy thing, and it's great, you know, but the truth is to have sustained success, you know, you have to pitch it really well. And we pitched it really well there, you know, up until the last day where we just, to be honest with you, just kind of ran out of gas, you know, and uh, so many guys had thrown multiple times. But there's no doubt to, to have success, you got to pitch it, and we pitched it well last week. Coach, all regionals are tough. Uh, what's the thoughts on your draw? Uh, you got to say that again. Your draw in the regional. How was? What, oh, what's your draw, thoughts on it? The draw. You know, I, I think it's you know it's solid. You know, uh, it, it's it's two teams, and I think in Illinois and, and Clemson that can be really good probably, you know, years that maybe mirror ours in a way, you know, from a Power 5 conference where they've had some really, you know, big-time weekends and success, uh, but maybe not as consistent, just like us, you know, and uh, and a Jacksonville State team that's, you know, going to be one of the better, if not the best, you know, four seeds and regionals where, uh, you know, from the Ohio Valley and we don't need any, you know, uh, uh, anybody to tell us, you know, the, the champion of Ohio Valley, that was Tennessee Tech last year. You know, uh, Jacksonville State comes in uh, with 37 wins, I believe, and they've won 12 in a row, you know, coming into to, to, you know, the regional. So they're playing really, really good baseball. And, and so, but, you know, one of the things I think so much can be made of the regional, the draw, and, you know, are you lucky, not lucky? The truth of the matter is, and I really mean this, and it's not coaches speak, you know, if you're in our position, if you're hosting and, you know, you're, you're a two-seed and uh, you've earned your way here, you, you're good enough to, to win it, uh, you just got to play well enough. And, you know, the years that we've played well, we've moved on. You know, the, you know and that's the years that we, you know, won the World Series, we played well, or, or uh, won the Super Regional, we, we played well in that. And so this time of year, it's all about playing well. It's not necessarily who you draw unless you, you get to draw the team to play bad. <laughs> you know, the problem is we don't yeah. best, you know. And so let's just take care of our own business and just play well. Um, what about your rotation uh, this weekend? Are you going to stick with the same uh, rotation, Etheridge, uh, Nikhazy, and, and Hoglin? Not, not, not exactly sure yet. We're still breaking down some some stats and, and trying to get some more information and some film on all the teams. I mean, I think that's what we would prefer to go. Uh, but you know, I think you can flip Doug into the Friday you know game and and do really well and, and pitch well you know in game two. I think Hoagland will pitch game three regardless. Uh, but we're still trying to look at stats and, and how the other teams break down. Uh, 
but but the good news is all three are pitching really well, and you know pitch you know uh, both Nikhazy and uh, and Etheridge have pitched you know great all year long. But Hoagland just continues to get better and better each week, and you know really was lights out uh, at the SEC tournament. So you know we feel really good about the starting pitching. So uh, Tyler Keenan dehydrated on uh, Saturday, and then yesterday sliding into third base, he sprained his shoulder. What's his status, you think, for this weekend? Do you know yet? Uh, I, I think he's going to be okay. I still think it's day-to-day. He had an MRI this morning that uh, came back with no structural damage, so they're, you know, they're, they're kind of, uh, I guess, diagnosing it as a sprain, bruise. You know, he, he just, you know, he's a big boy and landed on his shoulder. And, you know, on the dive of, you know, one of those doubles down the line. Uh, but he's a tough kid as well. And, uh, uh, if there's any way he can play, he'll play. And, you know, I feel a lot better about it today than I did yesterday. Let's say that. Uh, Parker showed he can close three in a row over at the SEC tournament. Uh, that bodes well for, for a regional and a super if you win the regional. Um, he hadn't really done that this year much. Um, but that's that, that's a good sign, isn't it? Oh heck yeah! You know he, he's really struggled. You know the last couple of weeks, like we all have. Uh, but you know when you're the closer and you struggle, um, it, you know it's it's I think it's amplified. You know because you're at the end of the game. Usually you're getting the ball in a tied game or a game that you have the lead. And uh, you know so when you have your struggles, it's a little more amplified than than anybody else. If you're a hitter and have a you know, bad three games or so, uh, you know, sometimes people don't even, you know, mention it. But when you're the closer, that happens. But, yeah, we never really lost faith in him. You know, you you got to understand that kid's been through so much in his life, and he's been so, so good. Uh, and we've leaned on him so much over the last two years. Uh, uh, and, again, it's it wasn't anything specific particular where hey it was his command or you know he's getting hit a lot it seemed like every day was different you know one day it was you know he walked the leadoff guy you know the next day you know they got some hits next day him and the catcher screw up the signal they throw a couple you know wild pitch past balls you know it just seemed like you know what 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 could go wrong went wrong you know with him you know over about three or four outings uh but he never lost faith and you know one of the things that i'm really proud of chuck and 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 i think you can appreciate when you're at that position or so much pressure on you. You want somebody that wants the ball. If nobody wants the ball more than Parker Crazy, you know, uh, I almost had to fight him in the dugout, you know, yesterday because he wanted to come in that game, and we were only going to bring him in if if it was absolutely necessary, maybe a one run lead at the at the very end because he had pitched. But he always wants the ball, and and that's what you want out of your closer. Coach, if you uh, dare to look down the road, it, it seems like the committee matched uh, in the supers. Conference interconference matchups like Arkansas is is your matchup, LSU is Georgia's matchup, uh, out west UCLA and Oregon State are matched up. Is that to spread the wealth for the conference so so it'd be greater conference representation in Omaha? Uh, what, what's the thinking behind that, or what what do you guys think as coaches of that type of uh, matchups? Well, this is Ray Tanner, who's the chairman of the committee, answered that question at the end and said that, you know, we, we voted in, you know, as baseball coaches to see the top 16 teams, not just the top eight. And doing that, uh, you know, you, you're, you're, you kind of get the way that 
the draw comes out. If they think Ole Miss is 12 and they think you know, Arkansas is 5, then you're playing each other. It doesn't matter what you know, conference you're We're not going to switch you now because you're going to match up against each other. So that was his explanation. You know, like we, we voted this in, and so we can't say, well, we don't want to put Ole Miss 12 against you know, Arkansas 5, so let's make Ole Miss 13. You know, that's not how you're supposed to do it when you do the seating. They don't do that in basketball. So if that's the way it turned out, that's the way it is. You know, I, I think for us personally, I think it's unfortunate because, you know, you'd like a chance for as many you know, uh, to represent the SEC as possible, and this kind of is going to weed some of us out. And same with other conferences, Big 12, as you mentioned, ACC, the Pac-12. Uh, but again, uh, I'm going to take the chairman, you know, uh, you know, at his word and say, hey, we seated the top 16, and that's just how it turned out. It sure seems coincidental, though. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. uh, Coach, thank you so much for your time. And uh, you you got Jacksonville State at 7 o'clock Friday night, uh, second game of the Oxford Regional. Hope for a packed house. Good luck, buddy. I appreciate it, Chuck. Thanks so much. All right, Mike Bianco, baseball coach for the Ole Miss Rebels, hosting this weekend the Oxford Regional as the 12th seed. Got Jacksonville State, the fourth seed. 7 o'clock Friday, I think at 3 o'clock, uh, Clemson plays Illinois in the opener of the regional. Um, get your tickets now. It's going to be a tremendous regional, and uh, hopefully Ole Miss pulls through. And if they do, they'll play the winner of the Arkansas Regional. That's uh, got TCU in it now, so it may not be Arkansas. TCU's coming on strong. Got a tremendous pitching staff and, and, and a tremendous pitching coach at TCU. They've been in the World Series like four years out of the last five or six. So uh, that's not a gimme for Arkansas. Rebel Flashback brought to you by Abner's Famous Chicken Tenders. Uh, we don't have time for that. Locations in Oxford. Uh, reflecting back on the 2018-2019 athletic year. We'll get to that after the break. Um, interesting what Bianco said that the commissioner selection committee chairman said about the matchups. Uh, LSU matched against Georgia. Arkansas matched against Ole Miss. I think UCLA against Oregon State. Somebody in the Big 12 is matched against another Big 12 uh, host. And uh, I just, mm, it's hard for me to buy his, uh, the selection committee chairman's uh explanation there but that's okay it is what it is and rebels are what uh three and two against arkansas maybe so they won two out of three in Fayetteville. so uh pretty good lost one and won one right again in the sec tournament against the razorbacks so uh they've been to Fayetteville before Fayetteville before and done well there mike's Bianco's record against Arkansas is very good. Anyway, we will be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motor Mississippi Rebel Hotline. Hang tight. You've walked this path many times before. It's a chance to think, especially about your future. How will you turn your retirement dreams into reality? 
Will you have enough gold for your golden years? Your choices for building funds for retirement can be complicated. Fortunately, you have a friend in the community who can help you make the right decisions. That's your Modern Woodman agent. Your agent is a skilled professional who will listen to your needs and desires and then work with you to create a plan that uses the right financial products to achieve your retirement goals. Build a lasting professional relationship with a trusted financial advisor. Hi, this is Thomas Chandler, your local Modern Woodman representative. Give me a call today at 662-296-0186. Let's make a difference together. Hotty toddy and go Rebs. Get in touch with your agent today. Modern Woodman of America. Touching lives, securing futures. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. Hi, welcome back to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Enjoy double the awesome devices with the latest limited time deal offer from Ceasefire. Get a thousand dollars off when you buy two top smartphones. Don't miss out. Visit ceasefire.com now for details. Ceasefire customer inspired. We rejoined now with Ben by Ben Garrett. Um, ben, let's let's hit a bunch of topics, but I want to stay on baseball for for the time being. Uh, talk about this regional a little bit and what your thoughts are on Jacksonville State, Illinois, and Clemson. Well, I think Ole Miss got a good draw, if I'm being quite honest. Not an overly difficult draw. Now, granted, Ole Miss has been up and down all year, so you take nothing for granted, and Ole Miss has got to sort of cut out for it. But as far as uh, the opponents it will take on the Oxford Regional, it has a real good opportunity to get out of this regional and advance to a Super for the first time since 2014. They'll first have to go through Jacksonville State, who won the OVC this year. They're running on a 12-game win streak. They're 26-7 and since the last weekend of April. So Jacksonville mm. State is no slouch. But uh, they don't do anything particularly great, and that's no slight about them. I'm just They're a very solid team, uh, but they're – there's one player in particular that Ole Miss fans need to be paying attention to, and that's likely who Ole Miss will draw as the pitcher on Friday, and that's Garrett Farmer. He's a right-handed pitcher. Um, he has 104 strikeouts, just 12 walks, and 102 innings this year. Opponents are hitting 221 against him. Um, fortunate for Ole Miss that their offense in the last two games in Hoover really started to find itself, and Thomas Dillard, as a leadoff hitter, really has um, jumped started this offense. Cole Zabowski started to hit again. Now, the question is whether or not Tyler Keenan is going to be available. Uh, he hurt his shoulder sliding into a bag in the SEC Tournament Championship game. He had an MRI on Monday. X-rays came back negative. So Mike Bianco said he's hopeful that Tyler Keenan will be available this weekend. That's a big loss if he doesn't get to play. I wouldn't be surprised if Tyler is the designated hitter with Kevin Graham at third base if he's able to swing a bat with his shoulder and uh, keep him off the field. But you need that bat in the lineup, even if Tyler had a rough go of it in the SEC tournament. Not only with getting dehydrated, hurting his shoulder, he didn't hit the ball particularly well. I think he went one for the week. So, um, But Ole Miss needs him in there. Great Kessinger's come along. He had a really big game on Saturday and on Sunday. So uh, offensively, they're in a good place. But that Friday night start they'll be going up against Garrett Farmer, he's no slouch. And Will Etheridge will need to be on his best. I- I'm curious to see whether or not 
Will will have any effects, ill effects from coming back around well, short rest and pitching. On let, the me inter- but- let me interrupt you. Uh, Mike said that he wasn't sure whether he was going to pitch Will or Doug uh, Friday because they're looking at some statistics right now and some matchups uh, with Jacksonville State and with uh, Clemson and Illinois. He said definitely Gunner will will pitch the third game, but he's not sure. He might flip-flop uh, Will or uh, Doug Friday. And Saturday. See, and that's what I was, that, that's where I was going. I, that was going to be the point, and that's actually really good to hear because I think Ole Miss would be well served to pitch Doug Nicasey on Friday. Uh, I don't think Jacksonville State uh, hits lefties particularly well, and Doug's coming off inarguably one of his better, if not best, outings of the year and of his short uh, career at Ole Miss. So Doug on Friday night would be a a boom for Ole Miss if they can get away with and get a win, and then going to the second game, being able to throw Will Etheridge on regular rest and give him an extra day after coming back. Um, on Sunday from that Tuesday start. But Clemson is the number three seed. Um, they had an 8-7 record against the top 25. Uh, they averaged 6.7 runs per game in the regular season. They hit 267 as a team, 365 OBP, 446 slugs, stole 91 bases. Pitching staff, a collective 4.44 ERA, 248 opponents batting average against, 2.3 strikeout to walk. So uh, it's not like they're dealing with overpowering teams here. Illinois is obviously the number two seed. Uh, another good team, Michael Massey was a preseason All-American. He was eighth in the Big Ten and batting average at 323. But as a team, they hit 282 ERA at 358. They can pitch it. Uh, Zach Taylor led the Big Ten in steals. He was tops on the team with 10 homers despite missing 14 games with an injury. And I think their mark was 18 and 15 versus the RPI top 100, 22nd in the nation in top 50 wins. So a good team. But all of these teams, in many respects, are similar to Ole Miss, as in uh, Ole Miss didn't get a Tennessee Tech like it did last year that was leading all of college baseball in offense or a pitching staff that's coming with ace after ace after ace. Ole Miss has got uh, good baseball teams, but it's beaten good baseball teams. I mean, lest we forget, Ole Miss is 3-5 and five against, I mean, or won three games and five opportunities against Arkansas. Uh, went toe-to-toe with, in my opinion, the best team in the country in Vanderbilt. Um, beat Texas State, and they did it with their pitching. So uh, I, I think Ole Miss has drawn pretty well here, actually really well. And pairing with the Fayetteville Regional, um, it's no sure thing Arkansas comes out of that necessarily. TCU sneaking into the tournament is probably the last team in. They're going to give Arkansas a run for their money. And uh, Ole Miss could, in theory, if they do play to their capabilities, host a Super Regional. But you got to get through your regional first. You've got you to go win the games. Um, but I think everyone, you and me included, uh, are certainly more optimistic about their chances after what we saw over a week in Hoover, knowing what they can be and playing to that potential. Well, I thought I thought Mike made a point and a great point in the uh, last segment, Ben, and I'm sure you didn't hear it, but he said uh, basically this time of year it just comes down to playing well. He said the years we've played well, we've we've advanced in the regionals. The years we haven't played well, we haven't advanced, and it's just as simple as that, you know. Uh, play well like we did over in uh, Hoover. I think we walk away with this regional. Uh, play like we did against Mississippi State here, the last um, home series of, of the SEC, and, and we're going to lose another regional. So uh, I think it comes, bottom line, it comes down to that. I do too. Uh, and it's overly simplistic. And uh, fans might roll their eyes and say, well, that's coach speak. But w- when you break this team down, it's quite simple. When they play to their capabilities, they can beat literally anybody, anybody you line up against yeah. them. Yeah. But. This team has 
has really struggled to put together a consistent run of production and success. And when they finally did that, and I don't know how the the switch flipped for them in Hoover. I don't know what that uh, that spark was for them, but they found it. And can you bottle that up? If can you, you keep can, it? You're going to win the regional. That's what's going to yeah. happen because you're better than every team in this region. Now, you are you buying uh, the selection committee chairman Tanner's story on – uh, the co- uh, the coincidence of SEC schools being matched uh, in supers and and Big Ten, I mean Big Twelve, being matched, uh, Pac twelve being matched, ACC being matched. Uh, uh, I think it's all baloney. I think it's done to spread the wealth and get greater conference representation in Omaha. Myself. I'll be honest with you. I actually am buying it, and I'll tell you why. Because there's been a call for this seeding the teams as they are for years. And the selection committee said, okay, we're going to seed it the way it should be seeded. And they seeded it according to the best teams, the best records, and all the metrics, who had the number one metrics, uh, who had the number two, three, four. And they did it right down the line. And uh, the the super matches be damned in that respect. So if you're going to be critical of how they seeded it in the previous years, you can't complain about it now that they're matched that Coincidentally, uh, Arkansas and Ole Miss match up, or UCLA could get Ole Miss State matched up. Uh, so I am buying it. I think there's some tweaks to the system that they can still make. I mean, there are many people out there that still believe they should, should seed the tournament one through 64 and not worry about the travel implications and the money implications. That's never going to happen. But this is the closest the committee has actually gotten to seeding it as far as the pairings correctly and not worrying about Florida and Florida State ending up together. I mean, for a while, just because Florida and Florida State was been a bus ride of each other, they would put them in the same regional, even when one maybe should be hosting or uh, one should be going somewhere else, and this team from this regional should be with Florida. But now you just seed it the way it's supposed to be seated and let the chips fall where they may, if you will, as far as the schedule is concerned. So I do buy it, actually. And uh, we'll see how it plays out. Uh, I think it adds more intrigue and parity to the tournament itself. And quite frankly, I, I, if Ole Miss can get out of its regional and if Arkansas gets out of its regional and they play again in Fayetteville, who wouldn't want to tune in across all the South as far as baseball is concerned, where baseball, college baseball, is far more popular than anywhere in the country. Everyone's going to tune in for that, Ole Miss and Arkansas. Uh, if you got on the on the West Coast, UCLA and Oregon State, I think there are a lot of intriguing matchups. Some will say, yeah, well, you've seen Ole Miss and Arkansas play. Well, yeah, but as far as the metrics are concerned, they're closer than, say, if Ole Miss had been paired with UCLA. So I, I think they actually did a pretty good job with it, quite frankly. And I, I'm, I'm curious to see um, how it plays out, if it's as seamless uh, as far as competition is concerned, as I think it can be. All right. Um, Arkansas, I mean, you know, certainly that doesn't put any fear in Ole Miss. They're 3-2 and two against them, but certainly you, you know that Arkansas is a mighty fine team. They're a national mm-hmm. seed and deserve to be. Uh, but obviously Ole Miss, uh, I'm, I'm not going to say has their number, but certainly plays them well. And uh, so, I, you know, hey, I think it's a fair, a fair draw for sure. Oh, for sure. And, and now Arkansas can really hit, um, but Ole Miss can hit too when it's clicking on all cylinders. And Ole Miss is clicking on all cylinders right now. Um, Tyler King is a big part of this, and they need it back, and I can't emphasize that enough. But Arkansas has got some good arms, but I think Ole Miss is better as far as their arms are concerned. I think from a staff overall standpoint, they have more in their arsenal than Arkansas does. Now, Arkansas can hit with anybody, 
But when you have Gunnar Hogland, who is emerging and becoming the player everyone thought Ole Miss get, was getting coming into the year, and Doug Nikhazy has rounded back into form, which is stellar out against Texas A&M, and Will Etheridge has been Mr. Consistent. It's a shame that Will Etheridge hasn't gotten the pub that he deserves this year. He's been so good, and it seems like no one is talking about him. Uh, there were times last year when Ryan Rollison was so up and down they even made a staff move with Brady, Brady Feigl for one week, going to Friday and Ryan going to Saturday. Will Etheridge has been steady as they come all year, and I think he's a neutralizer when you get to a Super Regional. I think Will Etheridge, at his best, can go toe-to-toe with anybody you line him up against on that first game. But the wild card in this whole thing is Gunnar Hoglund. And if Gunnar Hoglund, or Hoagland, excuse me, if Gunnar Hoagland continues to pitch like he has the last two weeks, there's no weak link in their pitching staff. Because you knew last year, going to a regional or super, that you didn't have any clue what James McCarthy was going to give you on that third day. Gunnar Hoagland has given them five or six innings for the last three or four times, or three out of the last four times he's gone out there. So uh, I think their pitching staff, even with two true freshmen, is in a better place this year than it was last year. And for me, that's a crazy concept, quite frankly, because Brady Fine was so good, Ryan Ross was so good. Uh, but I just think the future has already arrived for Ole Miss baseball as far as his pitching is concerned. And either one of those guys could carry you deep, deep into a game and win it, win it for you single-handedly. All right, Ben. Appreciate you uh, doing double duty tonight and uh, some great insight on baseball. And we will see you definitely out at the uh, regional starting Friday at 7 o'clock. Ole Miss takes on Jacksonville State. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Thank you, Chuck. I appreciate it. Put a uh, picture of Yankee on a milk cart and go find him, okay? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> ben Garrett, Ole Miss Spirit, our baseball guy, our men's basketball guy, our athletic director liaison. Speaking of athletic directors, here's some quick hitters I'm going to go through uh, as we're coming up on break. Uh, Keith Carter moving forward uh, is the interim AD. I think he'll do a good job in that capacity. I talked to Keith on his way to Hoover last week because uh, I knew he was going to be named the interim, even though he wasn't officially named until today. Uh, I put out last Friday that he was going to be the interim, and certainly he is. Uh, he said, hey, we're not. I'm not going to just babysit this job. We're going to keep moving forward in the athletic department. He said, that's my charge, and, and that's what I'm going to do. And that's uh, pretty smart because you don't want to waste the next three or four or five months or however long it takes to uh, get a chancellor in here, a new chancellor. Uh, it's probably going to be in the fall. Um, and I'm going to tell you this. Uh, the new chancellor will be, get to name his athletic director. Uh, but I'm going to be honest. Uh, who the athletic director is right now does not mean a thing to me until we get the right chancellor in here because it won't matter who the athletic director is if the right chancellor isn't hired. Um, And this is the biggest hire of my lifetime, in my opinion. Uh, We've been in a leadership funk at Ole Miss uh, for a couple of years, three years now, and uh, this is is tantamount to uh, make or break in a sports team. Um, this university, I'm not going to say it's floundering because it's not. There's a lot of things that it's uh, self-working, so to speak. Uh, it, it generates its own success in a lot of ways, the way it's set up. But at the same time, it, it needs leadership. And uh, I hope the college board and the selection committee finds the right man to lead this university uh, into the next decade. And uh, 
is critical. It's critical. Uh, this weekend, Destin at SEC meetings, uh, one of the discussions will be the selling of alcohol at SEC sporting events. And, uh, you know, and even if it passes down there or the SEC says, yeah, go ahead, uh, there's a state law in Mississippi about no alcohol on campus, and, and what a joke that is. Um, you know, no alcohol in the stadium, another joke. You know, it's so hypocritical. If you have enough money and have a, a box or a club seating, you can take your alcohol in there on Friday and, and uh, drink all you want. Uh, regular folks down in the regular seats just sneak it in. Uh, and I just don't understand the hypocrisy in all of it. Uh, the law needs to be changed. Uh, alcohol needs to be sold in stadiums. And why not get the revenue off of alcohol sales? It's just stupid not to. I mean, people are drinking anyway. If they weren't drinking, you know, who would care? But uh, th- that's not the case. So I, I think that's uh, that's a no-brainer as far as I'm concerned. Athletes, uh, Athlons Magazine is trying real hard to sell magazines. They're naming their uh, all-SEC team, and they're going down to the fourth team now. Ole Miss has uh, five guys on fourth team all-SEC. Oh, excuse me, Alex Givens, offensive tackles, third team preseason all-SEC. Running back Scotty Phillips is fourth team. Defensive tackle Benito Jones is fourth team. Uh, linebacker Momo Sonogo is fourth team, and kick returner Jalen Jones is fourth team. So, uh, you know, I guess Athlons is trying to hit everybody. So next year they'll probably have uh, six all-SEC teams. Softball last week in the Super Regional out at Tucson lost 5-2 to two and 9-1. to one. Uh, But as we said earlier, Mike Smith's team has really done a good job this year. They won their own regional, 41-20 and on the year. Did a good job in the SEC. Uh, I just don't see how you can complain about what they've done and what he's building, has built, and is building. Um, My understanding is that all of the uh, signees should be here this week. Two or three of them will not be fully enrolled because they're waiting on some test scores but matt luke sees no issues we'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the canon motors of mississippi rebel yo hotline hang tight you've walked this path many times before it's a chance to think especially about your future. How will you turn your retirement dreams into reality? Will you have enough gold for your golden years? Your choices for building funds for retirement can be complicated. Fortunately, you have a friend in the community who can help you make the right decisions. That's your modern Woodman agent. Your agent is a skilled professional who will listen to your needs and desires and then work with you to create a plan that uses the right financial products to achieve your retirement goals. Build a lasting professional relationship with a trusted financial advisor. Hi, this is Thomas Chandler, your local Modern Woodman representative. Give me a call today at 662-296-0186. Let's make a difference together. Hotty toddy and go Rebs. Get in touch with your agent today. Modern Woodman of America. Touching lives, securing futures. 
This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. Welcome back to Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. We're going to go to the studio right now and let Jack Schultz with Ole Miss Sports News. Take it away, Rhino. It's time now for Ole Miss Sports News, brought to you by Rebel Rags on Jackson Avenue, Oxford. Tell them about it, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, Ole Miss. Hotty toddy, it's great to close out another year of Rebel Yell Hotline talking about an Oxford regional. The Ole Miss baseball team, of course, earning the number 12 national seed today. Such a seeding appears to prove the Rebels were not merely on the bubble of hosting conversation, but solidly in after making a run to the SEC championship game for the second year in a row. Ole Miss lost 11-10 to Vanderbilt in an epic contest in Hoover, but get to return home for more baseball at Swayze Field this weekend. This will be the 23rd program appearance in the NCAA tournament, the seventh in the last eight seasons. The Rebels' opening regional play against four-seeded Jacksonville State on Friday at 7 p.m. That game is preceded by the second-seed Illinois and the third-seed Clemson at 3 o'clock on Friday. The format is a double elimination bracket, the champion of which will advance to the Super Regionals. The Oxford Regional is paired with the Fayetteville Regional, so if the chalk occurs, Ole Miss and Arkansas would face each other for at least the sixth and seventh times this season, and potentially an eighth if a game three were necessary. Of course, both the Rebels and Razorbacks need to take care of business first. In other big news over the weekend, the Vice Chancellor of Athletics, Ross Bjork, is leaving Ole Miss for the Athletic Director position at Texas A&M. Bjork arrived in Oxford in 2012 as the youngest AD in the country. That vacancy is now filled by Keith Carter, the interim athletic director. Carter was previously a four-year starter for the Ole Miss basketball team, leading the Rebels to a pair of SEC West Division titles in 97 and 98. He received All-American honors his senior season in 1999. Most recently, he has served as the deputy athletics director for development and resources acquisition. Finally, the softball team season came to an end earlier this week, falling two games to none in the Super Regional at Arizona. It was the second time the program made it to a Super Regional under Mike Smith, and certainly another entertaining, exciting season. That's the latest news in Oxford. I'm Jack Schultz. Back to Chuck and Yancey. All right, thank you, Jack. Uh, Special thanks to Jack Schultz for all he does year in and year out, and he's got one more year of law school. I think he's going to be with us next year on Rebel Yell Hotline. And special thanks to you, Rhino. Appreciate your job producing the show. It's wonderful as always. Brought to you, uh, good, bad, and ugly, brought to you by Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. If you need a four-wheeler side-by-side, a lawnmower, Big Delta Power Sports is the only place to shop. Brett Rousey and his staff give you a great deal on the model you want with affordable financing and competitive prices. Good. I, I think everything was good this week. You know, it was a tough week for good, bad, and ugly. The base, Because, you know, you could say some things were bad, but I, I, I'm going to go with all good this week. The baseball team went to the SEC tournament in Hoover as a seventh seed and got all the way to the finals. Sure, you'd like to win it, but, man, that was just a great run and nobody expected it. It earned them a host regional and woke up the country to their potential as a team. Uh, and I'm sure every every uh, player on that team and the coaches, after jumping to a 9-1 to lead yesterday, uh, are sick about losing it. But how do you call the week bad? I'm not going to. The softball team traveled to Tucson take on National Seed Arizona Super Regional. They didn't give much resistance, but uh, just the fact that they were there shows another uh, step in the development of Mike Smith 
uh, program. They're doing a tremendous job out there. The track team is sending nine entries to the NCAA Outdoor Championship June 5 to 8 through 8 in Austin, Texas. Head coach Connie Price-Smith is certainly building a solid team. This year's squad is very young and promises to improve yearly as they mature and add more pieces to the puzzle. Good job, Coach Price-Smith. Good, bad, and ugly brought to you by Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Um, I got to use the last two or three minutes just to special thanks to Cannon Motors of Mississippi, C Spire, Gateway Tire, First Farm South, uh, Van Atkins, Big Delta Power Sports, Rebel Rags, Abner's, um, Cheney's Pharmacy, all of our wonderful sponsors. Uh, for another good year of Rebel Yell Hotline. We couldn't have a show without them. I mean, it costs money to buy airtime on all the stations you guys and girls listen to this show on, and uh, we're not in it to make money. We're in it to spread the good news of Ole Miss sports, and these sponsors take care of that obligation, that financial obligation. Uh, So I want to beg you or, or, or plead with you to please patronize, please shop and trade with these merchants, or whatever, whatever services they have, use them. They're good rebels who deserve your business. We'll be back on the air, uh, you know, probably first Monday or second Monday of August. We'll let the football team get cranked up a little bit. Got a August 31 matchup with Memphis at Memphis. I don't know why in the world we play Memphis at Memphis, but we are. Um, that's the first game, but we'll have – you know, probably three or four shows before then. Uh, in the meantime, uh, summer is a is a wonderful time in Mississippi. Uh, it's time for a lot of recreation, time for people to relax and join their enjoy their families, and uh, but it's also a time that you need to be safe. Vacation time when you're traveling, stay off those cell phones and pay attention to your driving. Uh, we want you back here in August for sure. And uh, we thank each and every one of you for listening. And, uh, again, please, please, please use our sponsors. Uh, They deserve your patronage. And uh, we will be back either the first or second Monday of August uh, with football, and we're excited about that. Rhino, thank you for everything you do. And we will see you guys and girls in August. Until then, hotty toddy. Take care, Rebel Nation.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.